I mean, any challenge where eating chocolate is involved, sign me up. What's up? I'm Grace, and welcome to the Granola as Fuck podcast, where we try to eat greens of our garbage and choose pink over plastic to live our best, stylishly sustainable lives. And by that, I mean drinking oat milk lattes and using pink reusable straws for our cocktails. Welcome back to another episode of the Granola as Fuck podcast. Today we're talking about the delicious, the decadent, chocolate. Now, I love chocolate. I mean, who doesn't? Especially when it's that time of the month, you know what I mean? Like, I literally don't even have to track when I get my period TMI. Like, I just, I know when it's coming, when I just want to eat a tray of brownies for dinner. Except I have no excuse when it's nowhere near my period and I still want to eat a tray of brownies for dinner. So, you know, it's not a foolproof system, but, but you know, it works a decent amount of the time. And if you didn't know, most conventional chocolate is made with butter and cream or milk, making it obviously not dairy-free. So today we're going to talk about why you should go for the dark chocolate or dairy-free chocolate options. Okay, so after doing some research... So, like always, we're going to go into the environmental benefits first. And after doing some research, I am very sad to report that chocolate is apparently, like, (laughs) not a very sustainable food. So, shit. But, you know, I'm going to still eat chocolate, okay? (laughs) Not giving it up quite yet. But because no one else wants to give up chocolate either, because why would you? It's caused a lot of deforestation, which basically means just trees getting cut down to grow a certain crop or just something else. In this case, chocolate or cacao plants. And the Ivory Coast, which is the largest exporter of cocoa, has lost 80% of its forests in the last 50 years because it's being cleared out to grow cacao plants. That's how many people love chocolate. I mean, duh. But what makes chocolate so unsustainable is really comes down to how it's grown. So cacao grows naturally in rainforests and actually thrives off of being in shaded areas. So it likes to grow like underneath other trees and around other trees so that it's shaded. But because of Western influence of monocropping, which means instead of growing a bunch of different crops together, which is how people used to do it back in the day because, you know, you need to grow the potatoes and the carrots and the kale and, you know, different crops. You're not going to have just one farm for each crop. They were grown all together. And when you grow certain crops together, they help each other out pretty much. And so you don't need to use pesticides and chemicals and all these other things to help the crops grow. But monocropping came about with the idea of instead of growing a bunch of different crops together, let's just focus on one crop. So let's say corn or potatoes or whatever, and just grow a shit ton of it in one area so that you can focus on it and just, you know, zero in on that crop essentially. But it's actually not the best practice because the whole point is certain crops are supposed to be grown together. And so the same thing with cacao trees, instead of growing in forests like they would naturally forests are cleared out to just grow these cacao trees but it's like that's not how they thrive anyway so it doesn't defeats the whole purpose and when cacao trees are grown in the shade from the protection of other trees it helps prevent things like soil erosion it helps block the cacao trees from the wind and can even protect them against pests naturally 
so you don't have to use a bunch of pesticides and chemicals. Crazy how nature just works on its own and doesn't really need any chemicals. We just decide to do our own thing and mess with it and then add a bunch of chemicals to fix the situation. Ah, don't even get me started. Just to prove how much better it is for everyone to use natural practices, a study in Brazil found that using these natural farming methods actually doubled their yields of crops, plus the fact that it's more environmentally friendly. Like, what the hell? Like, what's the issue here? So I'm not saying to never eat chocolate again, obviously, like I'm going to eat chocolate for sure, but to look out for more sustainable options, like simply buying chocolate without dairy helps a ton with the carbon footprint of the chocolate you're eating, and to look out for fair trade organic chocolate. So going into the health of chocolate, believe it or not, chocolate is actually kind of good for you. I know. Isn't this one of the best things you've heard all day? I can just sit around and eat chocolate all day and I'm healthy. Well, not quite, but cocoa has a decent amount of fiber and minerals like iron, magnesium, copper, potassium, phosphorus, zinc, and selenium. Plus, chocolate also contains a lot of antioxidants, and it's been shown to help improve blood flow and lower blood pressure. So, basically, whenever you're eating chocolate, you can just think to yourself, it's just because I care about my health. Like, I need to have a piece of this dark chocolate bar. I mean, that's what I think. But before you get too excited and wipe out the entire chocolate section right by the checkout of the grocery store, not all chocolate is created equal. Cocoa itself is what has all the health benefits, but it's the sugar and butter and milk and crap that gets added to the chocolate bar, which makes it unhealthy. Ideally, you want to eat a dairy-free chocolate with a higher cocoa percentage and minimal sugar as possible for optimal health. But if you're just going to focus on one thing to look out for when you're eating chocolate, I would say try to stick to getting a dairy-free chocolate. Okay, so now that I've got you craving chocolate, here are some dairy-free chocolate bars you should try. So if you're looking for like a candy bar, here's a couple brands I really like. I like the, I actually don't even know how to say it. It's H-U, is it just who? But it's like Hue Kitchen, H-U and then Kitchen. It's really good. All their products are vegan, organic, and they use minimal ingredients. They don't even use refined sugar or any other like fillers that are usually in chocolate. All their products are super good. I recently bought um, a bag of their chocolate-covered cashews. Oh my goodness, so dangerous because I just want to sit there and pop them in my mouth. But I'm also like, oh, like they're not that bad. Like it's all natural ingredients, but I'm like I probably shouldn't be eating this bag for dinner. But did I? Possibly. A couple other brands I like are the dark chocolate bars from 365 that you can find at Whole Foods. The coconut chocolate is my favorite. It's pretty inexpensive and there's no dairy in it. Another brand is XOXO. And my favorite flavor is the almonds and sea salt bar. Oh, so good. And then another chocolate bar brand to look out for is called Endangered Species. And they're pretty cool because they give a percentage of their proceeds back to wildlife organizations. And besides from chocolate bars, if you're looking for other chocolate alternatives i'm gonna name a few just for replacements like if you're looking for truffles the brand alter ego has dairy-free truffles if you're looking for kind of candy bars like not just a bar of chocolate but a replacement for peanut butter cups or almond joy bars or m&ms the brand unreal has a bunch of different candy options and they're all super good and made without artificial colors or ingredients plus it's kind of cool that their products 
are made with 50% less sugar than most other candy brands. And you wouldn't even know because they taste so good. So if you want some chocolate candy to snack on during a movie or you want to buy some dairy for your candy for Halloween next year, definitely check out this brand. If you're baking cookies or banana bread or anything that you are putting chocolate chips in, you can get dairy-free chocolate chips from the brand Enjoy Life. And I know I kind of already mentioned chocolate peanut butter cups with the brand Unreal, but I had to include the brand Justin's because they make their own dark chocolate peanut butter cups that are really good. And yeah, I just had to include this one because it's a Boulder-based brand, which I went to University of Colorado Boulder. And so I'm kind of a sucker for any brand that is from Boulder. (laughs) And if you were obsessed with Reese's peanut butter cups when you were a kid, or even now, like I am, these chocolate peanut butter cups are a must. Seriously, they're so amazing. And like I said, I had to include this brand because when I lived in Boulder, I went to an event where I met Justin. Well, I didn't meet him, but like he was speaking at the event. And if you think of Justin's peanut butter, like the founder, his name is Justin, if you didn't know. But yeah, he's just such a cool guy. And it just makes me like his brand that much more hearing him speak. So I'm definitely sold on all the Justin's products. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm definitely craving some chocolate. Right now, I think I'm going to go snack on those chocolate-covered cashews like I mentioned, or I'm sure I have some kind of chocolate bar in my pantry. And for this week's challenge, I'm challenging you to eat chocolate. You heard me, but not just any chocolate. Make sure it's dairy-free and even better if it's fair trade and organic. So I'll link down below the blog post where I mention all the chocolate brands I just talked about. And until next time, I hope you try out some delicious dairy-free chocolate and keep eating greens over garbage and staying stylishly sustainable. 